Hey, it's Josh. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you all know that the Vermont Public Spring Membership Drive has arrived. Donations from folks like you make everything we do here possible. If you want to help support our people-powered journalism, be sure to make a donation in any amount by March 16th by going to bravelittlestate.org donate. And as always, thank you for your support. Thanks to Vita for their support of Brave Little State. Since 1974, Vita has helped Vermont businesses grow and thrive. From agriculture to energy, startups to family companies. Find solutions that fit your business. Visit VEDA.org to start your next chapter today. And Sunset Lake CBD, a farmer-owned business crafting CBD products right here in Vermont. Learn more about their sustainable farming practices, delivery options, and how to support local farmers at sunsetlakecbd.com. From Vermont Public Radio, this is a super short bonus episode of Brave Little State. I'm Angela Evansy. Something important is going to happen on Monday, December 14th. There's going to be a special ceremony at the State House in the House chamber where Vermont's three electors representing the Democratic Party will officially sign documents to cast their votes for President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. That's my colleague Bob Kinzel. He's VPR's senior political reporter, whom we occasionally rope in to answer BLS questions about politics, including this one from Ellen in Addison County. Who are Vermont's electors, members of the Electoral College, and how are they chosen? That, of course, was not Ellen. That was my other colleague, Mitch Wortlieb, who talked to Bob about the answer to this question. I'll let them take it from here. Now, remember, back in November, voters didn't actually vote for specific candidates. You think you did, but you didn't, (laughs) right? You voted for the electors of that party. Now, these documents will attest that the Democratic ticket did win a majority of votes in the November election, and as a result, they will be awarded Vermont's three electoral votes. That represents the fact that we have two U.S. senators and one member of the U.S. House, and Secretary of State Jim Condos will officiate at the meeting and also sign all the documents. So how are these electors chosen? That's a great question. I didn't have any idea. I had to (laughs) do a little research on this. In most states, the political conventions that are held in the states are where these electors are chosen. And that's exactly what happened in Vermont last summer. Vermont's three electors were chosen, and they are newly elected Chittenden County Senator Keisha Rahm, Washington County Chairwoman Linda Gravel, and former party chairman Terry Anderson. So today, these three party members will have their place in history. Now, we expect what they're going to be doing, but do they have any choice of which presidential candidate they would want to vote for as electors? Well, Mitch, the answer is yes and no. It really depends (laughs) on the state. You knew there was no straightforward answer to that. I did know that going in, yes. (laughs) So it's interesting that there isn't a consistent policy from state to state. You would think there would be. Now, in most states, including Vermont, the electors must vote for the ticket that received the most votes. 
But in some states, there is no restriction. But tradition usually prevails. Now, over the past 50 years, there have been roughly a dozen electors who didn't follow tradition, but it didn't change the outcome of the vote in any way. Now, if no presidential candidate receives a majority of electoral votes, and that could happen if you have several candidates winning a number of states, or if there's a tie, which is also possible— That happened back in 1800 when Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr were tied. If that happens, the election is then decided by the U.S. House, where each state gets one vote, and the U.S. Senate would elect a new vice president by majority vote. That concludes our super short bonus episode. Thanks to Ellen for the timely question, and thanks to Bob Kinzel, Mitch Wortlieb, and Matthew Smith for today's audio. Let us know what you think of this episode length, and maybe we'll do more of these. Drop us a line at hello at bravelittlestate.org, or find us on Instagram and Twitter at BraveStateBT. And speaking of voting, remember that you can help decide what listener questions we answer by picking your favorite at bravelittlestate.org. Our show's theme music is by Ty Gibbons. Other music by Blue Dot Sessions. I'm Angela Evansy. We'll be back soon. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.